Hi everybody, thank you so much for checking out our podcast. If you'd like to know more about us or connect with us, then please do go to our church website and we would love to get to know you some more. Here's today's message. We hope it blesses you, encourages and inspires you. Over the last few weeks, we have been looking together at the topic of God's goodness. Why? Because God is good. All the time, God is good. Come on, man. I thought you'd get into the habit of it after three weeks by now. Come on. God is good. All the time, God is good. And today, we are going to be continuing this uh, topic together as we spend some time looking at Psalm 136. And so if you've got your Bibles and you'd like to turn to that uh, psalm, you'd be more than welcome to do so. Um, The words will also pop up on the screen here. And I thought, seeing as this uh, psalm lends itself to it so nicely, rather than just hearing my voice, I thought we'd join in in reading this together. So I will read the um, words in the light type, and then if we can all repeat together that wonderful refrain that appears throughout this psalm of his love endures together. So let's listen to the word of God together now as we listen to Psalm 136. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His love endures forever. To him alone does great wonders. His love endures forever. Who by his understanding made the heavens. His love endures forever. Who spread out the earth upon the waters. Who made, oh, his love endures forever. Who made the great lights. His love endures forever. The sun to govern the day. His love endures forever. The moon and stars to govern the night. His love endures forever. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, his love endures forever. And brought Israel out from among them, his love endures forever. With a mighty hand and outstretched arm, his love endures forever. To him who divided the Red Sea asunder, his love endures forever. And brought Israel through the midst of it, his love endures forever. But swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea, his love endures forever. To him who led his people through the wilderness, His love endures forever. To him who struck down great kings, his love endures forever. And mighty kings, his love endures forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, his love endures forever. And Og, king of Bashan, his love endures forever and gave their land as an inheritance. His love endures forever. An inheritance to his servant Israel. His love endures forever. He remembered us in our low estate. 
his love endures forever and freed us from our enemies. His love endures forever. He gives food to every creature. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven. His love endures forever. As we come to look at this wonderfully repetitive psalm, let's uh, come to God in prayer and he might speak to us this morning. Lord God, we thank you that your love endures forever. And Lord, as we uh, come to spend some time looking at this uh, psalm together now, Lord, we pray again that you would reveal the goodness of your enduring love to us today, that we might continue to grow deeper in our faith with you, know you more closely in our lives, and serve you more dearly as your disciples. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Many of you will probably know, or if not, will quickly figure out that I have a terrible memory. Um, Sometimes Rachel, for example, will ask me to do something, and I have the convenient excuse that I have a terrible memory because I genuinely forgot what she asked me to do. I have to preface that by saying sometimes Rachel asks me to do stuff and I just don't listen. Uh, Sometimes Rachel asks me to do stuff and I get distracted by something else and that aids my bad memory, but I'm blaming it on my bad memory. I have a terrible memory and um, I'm known well to forget things. The thing is, even when I really want to try and remember something, I often struggle to remember. So, for example, if you were to give me a list of five numbers, unless it was one, two, three, four, five, and you said, Matt, repeat those numbers back to me, I would struggle to repeat that back to you because of my memory. I might get the first two or maybe the first three if you're lucky, but beyond that, I will struggle to repeat back a sequence of numbers that you've told me to do. When I revise for exams, thankfully those days are past me. God is good all the time. God is good. Um, but when I'm applying, for, when I'm revising for exams, um, I hated it. I could spend days reading books, looking at books, but it would just, the information would go in one eye and out the other. I was terrible at revising for exams that I often gave up and just played football manager instead. Um, didn't do my exams very well. Um, There are a range of reasons why I have a bad memory. Partly it's just me, it's who I am. Partly it's my dyslexia, it's an outworking that I'm dyslexic, I have a bad short-term memory. But either way, I've just had to learn to live with it. Over the years, the best way that I've learned to live with my terrible memory is through repetition. Um, It helps me to remember. So when I worked out that playing football manager wasn't a good way to revise for an exam, I found out that a much better way was not just to look at a book, but was to write all my revision notes out by hand, time and time again, through this process of repetition, until I could do it without having to look at them, and I remembered them. Having done that on one day, I then came back the next day and sat down with a blank piece of paper and wrote out my uh, revision notes again from memory, trying to ingrain it into my mind through the process of repetition. There is power in repetition. I could go to the gym once this week, or once this year, 
uh, more accurately at the moment, but I could go to the gym once this year and I could do an amazing workout. I could come away sweating buckets. I could go and lift all the heavy weights and make everyone think that I'm going to be the next Anthony Joshua. And it was, everyone would be amazed. But if I then didn't repeat it for another year, ultimately I might have done a good workout once, but I'm not going to see the lasting effects of that without the process of repetition. Today's psalm uses the power of repetition to reinforce a really simple message. We are working through the Bible together, looking at God's goodness to us. And in this passage, the psalmist points out the goodness of God in a range of different ways. But central to it all is his love for us. Why? Because his love endures forever. I guarantee you won't forget that this morning. So this morning we're going to spend a few moments thinking about how we can love life together as we remember and encounter the goodness of God's love for us. God is good all the time. God is good. This has been the anthem of our series after over the last few weeks, but today we could tweak it. Okay, let's see if you can work it out on your own. God is love all the time. God is love. I'm not sure. I think we might need to do that again. God is good all the time. God is good and God is love all the time. God is love. God's goodness and his love for us are intertwined and dependent, or, or, and, and, and dependent upon one another. Throughout this passage, the psalmist declares the wonder and the goodness of God. His goodness to us has his people. And then constantly declares that God's love endures forever. And I just want to start by taking a few moments to consider this phrase. God's love endures forever. It's a phrase that we can say over and over again as we read this psalm, but what does it really mean? What difference does it make to the way that we live our lives when we encounter and remember the enduring love of God? Well, I want to suggest that there are three specific things that we can see in the goodness of of God's enduring love that can affect the way that we live today. Firstly, God's love never runs out. I don't know your story this morning, whether you are here in person or if you're joining us online. I don't know how you are feeling, but do you know that you are loved by God? And do you know that God will not stop loving you? Some people might have never considered this thought before, that God might love you. And if that's you today, I hope you find this message inspiring and encouraging and help you to reflect on that, uh, on that uh, statement. But today I want to speak to those who maybe felt like God loved them once, um, but then something happened. And now you doubt whether God still could possibly really love you. If this is you, please hear me loud and clear. God's love for you endures forever. It will never run out. Whether you just woke up grumpy this morning, 
uh, as you try to get out of bed to come down to church in person today, or whether you've committed an outrageous criminal act where there may well be consequences to pay, but God's love still endures for you. His love for you will never run out, no matter your background or what you have done. Whether you have been to church a hundred times or whether today is your first time with us, each and every one of us can know and declare today that God's love endures forever. And because his love endures forever, you also are loved. God's love will never run out. God's love is also steadfast. It's strong, it's firm, it's unchanging, it's dependable. Nothing can overcome the love of God because his love endures forever. Your background and the things that have happened in your life cannot change the love of God. Our mistakes, our sins, our errors, our biggest warts and failures cannot outweigh the love of God. God's love is steadfast. It's unchanging. It cannot be overcome. This morning, each one of us can continue to stand and depend on the love of God because his love has been, cannot be defeated. His love endures forever. God's love never runs out. His love is steadfast and dependable and unchanging And it is also displayed in an ongoing commitment. For a society that talks about love so much, I sometimes think we can have a pretty loose understanding of what love actually is. Love does not mean that I always have to agree with you. Love does not mean that I always have to support the choices that you and the decisions that you make if I see them differently. In fact, sometimes love confronts and challenges and inspires and provokes us to change so that we can be the best version of ourselves that we've been created to be. But one thing that love certainly is, is committed to the other. The ultimate expression of love, of course, is a marriage. A marriage is a sign of commitment to one another, a life long commitment to one another. Sadly, sometimes in our society today, marriages do not last the test of time. But certainly, no one should go into a marriage assuming that in 10 years, if it doesn't work out, we'll draw a line under it and move on to the next one. That's not what marriage is. It is a lifelong commitment. The marriage vows declare that we will love one another in sickness and in health, in the highs and in the lows. We will continue to remain committed to one another. God's love for us is not just, is just as committed, is even more committed than the love between a husband and a wife because God's love for us will never result in a separation or going our separate ways. God's love remains committed to us in and through it all. In the highs, he will be there. In the lows, he will be there. But not only will he be there, standing on the sidelines declaring his love for us. 
but just as a husband and a wife embody each other's situations and reveal their love into their relationship, so God will reveal his love as a sign of his commitment in your life. God will put his love into action as a sign of his commitment to you. Why? Because God's love endures forever. God is good. All the time, God is good. And God is love. All the time, God is love. Ultimately, we see the fullness of God's love in Jesus. He is the definition of love. In him, we see the unending love of God, that Jesus would go to the cross for us. Even when we turned away from God, when we rejected and separated ourselves from the goodness of God, Jesus still came and revealed his love for us. As we're told in Romans, whilst we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God's love endured forever in Jesus. We see, the, uh, we see God's unending love. Jesus also go, reveals the steadfastness of the commitment of his love. The commitment that Jesus chose to come and get involved. He came and he went to the cross. He didn't just stand on the, on the sidelines. He revealed his love to us. Uh, we see the steadfast love of God in that he goes to the cross to deal with the power of sin and death and evil once and for all. There is nothing outside of the scope of Jesus' love displayed for us on that cross. There is nothing that cannot be restored and brought back to life by the power of Jesus' death and his resurrection three days later. His love endures forever. His love endures forever. How easy it can be for us to hear, uh, 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 to take this wonderful truth and to lose sight of the goodness that it contains. I don't know how you were as we sat there saying that psalm over and over again, but I know I'm guilty of reading that psalm and reading the repetition and just thinking, okay, I get it. God, you're loving just forever. Let's move this on a little bit now. Uh, I get the point. But that's exactly the point that the psalmist wants to make. May we never move on from the love of God that endures forever. May we never take the love of God for granted, but rather let's continue to dwell, depend, and ingrain the love of God in our minds and throughout our lives, that we might always know that God's love uh, endures forever and to know the goodness of his love for us. God's love endures forever. So how can we experience the goodness of God's love in our lives? Well, firstly, we experience God's love by identifying the, uh, and knowing the goodness of God's love in our own stories. 
The psalmist, throughout this psalm, bit by bit, goes through the history of God's people and points to God's love throughout it all. From the wonder of God in creation to the wonder of his love in the freedom that they received from Egypt and their, ca- uh, and, uh, uh, and, uh, their time in slavery, to the wonder of the love of God in their escape from Egypt and their faithfulness to them throughout their time in the wilderness and their entry into the promised land. Throughout it all, throughout history's story, God's love was a part of his people. And it is a part of our story too. By his love, God had been faithful. And as the psalmist looks back, he urges us to know that if God was faithful then, if he revealed his love to us then, he will continue to do so in our lives today as well. I'm convinced that one of the greatest gifts that God has given to all of us is the opportunity to look backwards and receive the gift of hindsight. The gift of hindsight isn't just about looking back and working out what we've done wrong. Looking back with hindsight isn't just about looking back and wishing we could go back to how it was in the past. The gift of hindsight gives us the ability to be able to look back and see the goodness of God's love scattered throughout our lives and throughout our stories. As we look back, we see the goodness of God's love to us. And this then equips us and enables us to move forward and to live our lives in the future and in the present, confident of God's enduring love. Why not take a moment this week to look back, to think of the difference that God has made in your story? Where have you seen God's enduring love in your story? And how has that changed your life? But let's not just look backwards and then stay there. Let's also look forwards and carry that love of God's enduring love that we've experienced forwards in our lives that we may be people of faith, trusting and holding on to his enduring love. God's goodness and love, his faithfulness is new every morning. May we continue to know the love of God throughout our lives. Even when it feels like God's love is a long way away. Even when we doubt the love of God in our lives, we can know that God's love endures forever. His love is a part of each one of our stories here today. He was loving there and faithful then. He will be loving and faithful Now, God's love endures forever. God is good all the time. God is good and God's love endures forever. So let's give him thanks and praise for the wonder of his love for us. This psalm has got two bookends both with the same message. At the beginning and at the end, we are called to give thanks and worship God. Firstly, we are called to give thanks to God for he is good. And then at the end 
of the, of the psalm, we are called to give thanks to the God of heaven for his love endures forever. When we encounter the goodness of God's love, the only appropriate response is to give thanks. God's love endures forever. It is present in every moment of our lives. And so if we are to love life and experience the goodness of God in our lives, then we need to be people of gratitude and praise and worship for the love that God has shown for us. This morning, what are you grateful for? What are you giving thanks for this morning? Or maybe we've neglected to focus on God's love and are focusing on the issues that we want to complain about or the anxieties that we're worried about, forgetting to acknowledge the goodness of God's enduring love in each of our lives. Living in the goodness of God is to live in the light of his love. Living in the goodness of God is to live in the light of his love. And in his love, there is always something to be grateful for. This is something we practice as a family together and as we try to teach our kids and raise our kids up to know God's enduring love in in their own lives. Every night as we put the boys to bread, we say prayers together as a family and we always ask them the same question. What have we got to say thanks to God for this evening? God invites us to share our sorrows and our concerns. He cares about the desires and the burdens of our hearts, but he is also worthy of our thanks and our gratitude and our praise. And yet how easy it can be for us to not celebrate or even recognize the goodness of his love in our lives. So this morning, can I encourage us once again to be people who give thanks, who are full of gratitude for God's love endures forever. Maybe this week you could even keep a piece of paper or if you're a new technological friendly person, keep a note on your phone and each day make a note of one thing that you are thankful for each day and then share it with someone and give praise, and say God's love has endured in my life this week, because look what God has done for me. May we celebrate the love of God in our lives, and focus not just on the challenges and the trials that we all will face, but throughout it all, continue to hold firmly to the goodness and the love of God. Giving thanks is not only something that we do having received something, though. Giving thanks is also a confession of our faith in who God is. Even when all around us is difficult, when we struggle to pick up that thing this week where we say that was good, when we're surrounded by pain and trials, giving thanks to God for his love for us is a confession of our faith that God is good and his love endures forever even when we don't feel it. 
Even when we struggle to see it, we still know that God's love endures forever. And so we are going to give him thanks and praise for his love endures forever. And where God's love endures forever, we can always hold firmly to his goodness being revealed in our lives and give him the thanks and praise for the goodness of his love. What do we know about God? God is good all the time. God is good and God is love all the time. God is love. We can love our lives today because we have been surrounded by the goodness of God's love. So may we never forget and always remember the wonder of his love for us. May we know the goodness of his love revealed in our stories. And may we never cease to be lost in praise, wonder, and gratitude for the wonder of God's enduring love for us. Let's pray together. Lord God, this morning we declare that you are good and you are love. And we praise you and we thank you for the love that you have shown for us, a love that we can stand together this morning and say, God, your love endures forever. And so, Lord God, for each and every person who is joining with us today, both here in person and online, Lord, we pray that we would once again know the full extent of your enduring love for us. May we know your love will never run out. May we know the steadfast, unchanging nature of your love that is committed to us in revealing your love to us. Lord, may we know and see the love that you have shown in each of our lives. And may we continue to declare that your love endures forever as we live this life for you, that we might continue to see and know your goodness in each of our lives. Lord, we pray, we thank you, and we praise you. And as we see your love today, we pray again that we would continue to build our lives upon your wonderful, enduring love today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.